close. Three, two, one. Okay, folks, welcome back to another episode of More From Moose with a very special guest today. Gee, I wonder who it could be. The one and only Drew Richards. The one and only, that's right. We are, of course, at work. Getting here a lot of silverware tonight. You can hear silverware, some of the plates clanking. Some oh, glasses. You, you can definitely hear like the fridge in the, in the kitchen right now, making that annoying humming noise. It's actually, to me, it's quite soothing. Like, it's soothing to fall asleep to. At, at night, when we're done with everything, it sounds soothing. In the middle of the, the hullabaloo, I don't even hear it. Oh, I forgot to move that. It's all right, we'll move it. Anyways, so it was a busy night. Drew, how would you describe tonight? Uh, I would describe tonight as a, a wonderful Saturday we're having this Tuesday. Yep, Saturday indeed. In case you guys are like, I don't get that reference, it was insane. In the restaurant business, Saturday nights are usually the busiest days of the week. Why? Because no one has to go to work all day. People bring out their family. They go out with their friends at night. I mean, no one has to go to work and no one's coming from work. Like Fridays, that's true. Fridays are slower because everybody's tired from work so they get takeout. But fun fact, on Fridays, like you said about takeout, people on their way back from work get a buttload of takeout just so they can forget that it's Friday. Yeah. You know? Can you get uh, 18 orders for two people? Yep. You can. But can uh, yeah, no, it was a fun night. We definitely enjoyed racking up our steps. <laughs> Believe what, it or uh, not. How many see. steps you got, Drew? Let's see, I'm at, I didn't, I didn't run today. I'm at 12.5. Uh, I'm at just 12. And 12 as in 12,000 folks. Yeah. Or 12,500 for Drew. But yeah, so we posted on my Instagram <laughs> what we should talk about today on our podcast while we are cleaning up because we are literally killing two birds with one stone here. So one person, thank you, Michelle, said Halloween, which makes sense because Halloween's coming up. It's, it's coming up, and I'm not going to lie to you. Amy, I had to pick stuff up from Walmart yesterday. Amy was like, oh, also look for a Halloween costume for Peyton. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's... I tried Amy, to today. That's, that's Sunday. I tried to today, believe me, with for my son at the mall, of all places. Oh, geez. Well, don't, ever, don't ever go at the mall no. to look for a Halloween costume. I, I will, I'll stop you at don't go to the mall. Yes. But we went, like, lunchtime where no one was there. Oh, uh, okay. So it wasn't that bad, but there was no costumes, obviously. No. Then I Googled like Halloween City, because you know how they pop up oh, once of a year. And of course, they're all permanently closed because they opened like two years ago. Yeah. So now I have to drive around and find a place. Maybe Party City. I'll go Party, to Party City. Party City, stand a good bet. Also, Party City, side, a, a tangent from Halloween. Party City, what, what is their business model? Like. Yeah, so it's you're right, Drew. Because like I mean, we, all right, guys, we're gonna make a store where you just buy party stuff, but it's expensive party stuff, but it's cheap quality. Like yeah. I've I've never bought anything for Party City, and I'm like, oh, this will last me for at least three birthday parties. No, it lasts for part of one birthday party. Yeah, I mean, like you know, I was at Target a few days ago, and they have a party section now oh, yeah. where they have little toys that you can pick for like goodie bags. Yeah. So they're catching up, but Party City at least has 
Halloween costumes all year round. They do. They have that huge. Remember the the wall? You have to pick. It's like, oh, I want a J. Oh yes. And then you got to go to the you got to go to the creepo in the back. It's like, oh yeah, we'll put uh, we'll put somebody in the back who's not like sociable at all. We literally and that's put the person. Someone, yeah, yeah, we put someone in the back who literally is a walking Halloween costume. Yeah, you go all to year them. But uh, can I get a? Can I get you? Sure. Yes. Let me go find it. It's like, okay, no, never mind, never mind, don't want it. He's like, hey, bro, nice Halloween costume. Yeah. What costume? <laughs> what are you dressed as myself? Okay. <laughs> well, yeah, so I guess we can talk about Halloween. This will be Peyton's first actual time going out, right, and understanding it? It will, yeah. I, well, I don't know if she'll understand it, but, like, last year the joke was she, she went as a newborn because <laughs> she was a week old. Like, yeah exactly a week old so she had no idea what was really going on and i think we just put her in halloween pajamas and i was like that's her costume <laughs> there you go because she was still at that stage where she'd wake up eat and go right back to sleep she'd be like eh. so like she she didn't care uh i believe i believe she's going I think Heather, my, my sister, is coming trick-or-treating with us. Nice. Because Heather for years said, like, once we got too old to go, like, socially acceptable trick-or-treating. Oh, you can never be too old for trick-or-treating. Right, that's, that's what we said. But she said once she had a, a niece or nephew to go with, mm -hmm. she was just going to go with them all the time because <laughs> she still wanted to go trick-or-treating, and I don't blame her. So... She'll be utilizing Peyton for a little trick-or-treating and our Old Bridge does a, Old Bridge takes it seriously. I saw a funny meme today on Instagram where it says, when you don't have kids anymore to go trick-or-treating and it shows like someone opening the door, a dad and then a Spider-Man kid holding a bag of candy open. So, you know, they open the door, they put, the little girl puts candy in the kid's bag, and the dad outside says thanks, and then picks up the, it's a doll standing. Oh, I've seen that, yes, <laughs> yeah. I've seen that video. That was hilarious. I've seen that, because he's like, oh no, he's deaf, or like he's blind or whatever, I've, I've seen that. But it's clearly, it's a mannequin. It's, it's hilarious. <laughs> oh, also, so many ideas. Also, another, another quick side note. To the lady, I still remember you, this lady from last year. Uh-huh. If you're driving the white Nissan and you're in my neighborhood, I am screaming at you because I still remember you took all of the bags off my table last year. Oh, no. Of candy in front of your kids, so horrible example you just set for your child. You stole all the bags. I had to run out there and put, like, five more out, and we didn't have any more hmm. for the rest of the kids. So if you're listening, lady... Oh, I don't know listening. why you would be, she's but I listening. remember that white Nissan. I will find you, and I will scream at you. I don't care. You're not ruining two Halloweens in a row for all the other kids in our neighborhood who actually have manners. I mean, like, let's think about this, right? So, say, for example, she did that again. She kind of stole from you, and you have it on video. We do have it on video. And Ring was like, uh, yeah, no, it's not an actual crime. You can't report that. I was like, um, boom. Was a crime. Watched her do it. Someone stole your candy. Stole my candy. Granted, I, that does sound a tad ridiculous. But, but hey, it's your candy. It's my candy. I paid for it. One. Two. We clearly had mm -hmm. 30 bags of I'd say, 
we had a we had a decent amount. Amy was not working. She was, you know, clearly tending to the baby. Plus, but, I mean, yeah, that's COVID year. But you she know? put those bags together. I'd say about two weeks prior, knowing that we would have a newborn and not be able to actually do anything at that point. So she put them together and got all set to hand, like we didn't hand them out. We put them at a, on a table at the end of the driveway. Yeah. And I remember turning around cause I was doing yard work. I turned around and I see that lady running with them and I immediately ran inside. I said, Hey, pull up the ring. We're going to find like, find this lady, mm. put it on the, the ring dashboard or ring community, whatever it's called. And we had a reporter, and she did, and Ring contacted us and said, this isn't legitimate, you can't do that. And I thought that was stupid. Well, lady, I hope you're listening. I hope you are listening to White because Nissan. I, just, I still remember, it was a White Nissan Rogue. Because now, we know how to track you, somehow. But yeah, so that's Halloween. I mean, this year, the kids, I mean, my son will kind of... Like, I take him to two houses, he'll be like, all right, I just have to say this <laughs> and get hot, like, free candy? Okay. I got, in the, I got in the habit the last couple times I went trick-or-treating where I would, like, they'd open the door. Yeah. And I wouldn't even get trick-or-treat out. The candy would already be in the bag, and they'd just have a good night. It's like, <laughs> well, I, I, I kind of wanted to go through the whole thing, you know? Yeah. I wanted to say trick-or-treat. Listen, you know, even though, like, we don't celebrate... Halloween and it's technically a pagan holiday. Yeah. Or a satanic holiday. It technically, it technically, here, that's what's funny. Years ago at my old church, we had a Halloween party at church. Oh. It was a costume party. And I remember looking at pictures from that thinking, something don't look oh. right. <laughs> this is like, that doesn't look right at all. I mean, in all honesty, Drew, I do it for the kids because one, it's good exercise. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Two, it's free freaking candy. It's free candy. And, like, everyone thinks it's so cute, including myself, when kids dress up as something or if it's, like, a smart costume. What's, uh, what are, you, what are you kids going as? I mean, my well, daughter. obviously, Issa doesn't have a costume yet, you just said, but. Yeah, so we're going to find, like, a really good, I mean, I'm going to look for a Baby Yoda costume. Oh, nice. Because he does kind of look like <laughs> Baby Yoda, <laughs> minus bit. the ears. A little bit. Um, I hope they have that fingers, too. <laughs> you know, the three yes, finger yes. thing. And then uh, Layla wanted to be a mermaid unicorn. Okay. So I was only able to get the mermaid costume at Costco. Mind you, in August, in August, end of August, they were selling costumes. So I got that. And then, um, yeah, I'm just going to be a dad. Walk around. I might carry a bag and just be like, oh, this is for the other one. Yep. I'll probably just get some candy from Adiha because she likes candy and she'll feel bad if like she doesn't have candy. And then, uh, yeah, I mean, we're going to go to the neighborhood here down the street. They have full-size candy bars. Oh, nice. And then we're going to go to my parents' neighborhood, even though last year about like 75% of them weren't home. Or you know they were home. Oh, you they were home. Them. Yeah. I was say, don't, no, 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 they, they were home. And then um, what else? I guess uh, the next subject that was on freaking Instagram, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, that we should talk about was the character from the Marvel series X-Men called Toad. Oh, no. Oh, no. Flashing lights. Yeah, no, the cop was there, by the way, uh, at the, what is it, the, the, the traffic light 
all night. I think because the oh. light's not working. So yeah, someone waffled that telephone pole, that's why. Really? He's gonna say, oh man, I'm stuck here again. No, someone waffled the uh, traffic light. I think people are more anxious now when they know it's gonna rain bad and there's a flood watch. I just heard a customer, basically, um, she was saying that she had to go eight in the morning to drive or to walk dogs, right? Uh, at a shelter. Right. And then when she saw Route 22 completely flooded at the exit where Chimney Rock was for Whole Foods, yeah. she's like, nope, those dogs can poop in the cages today. She turned around and went back because she doesn't want to float away. No. Well, what's his name was saying? Uh, Cookie. Cookie, yes. He was saying he drove, he was driving on 22 around 5.30 going to a job site and he couldn't even see the lines on the road. It was that bad. I mean, he's also old. He is also old, but but nah, he's a, Cook, he's Cook, a smart. Cookie's gonna outlive us. Yeah, no, Cookie. Little fun fact about Cookie: I've known Cookie ever since I started working out. I've seen him at the gym. I've known Cookie for three months. This guy, first of all, he's tan all year round. He, he works outside. You'd think he's like from South America, he's so tan. But he's, I think he's Italian and he's, Irish. He's, yeah. Oh, he's definitely Italian. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Cookie, the reason why we say he's gonna outlive us is because he just got a pacemaker. He's extremely ripped, like 2% body fat. This guy works in construction still every day. And he just found out that he had a prostate cancer. They had just done the surgery to clean everything off. So he's fine now. But still, ladies and gentlemen. That was after he had, an he had another surgery prior to that, right? Six weeks I, ago? I think it was uh, artery um, cleaning. Yeah, there was something, yeah. something in his heart. And then he had the, the cancer taken care of. Yep. Six weeks later. But this guy was always healthy. And you know, that just goes to show, you need to always go to the doctor, get a second opinion, get yourself checked at least once a year, folks. Please. I actually just got insurance right now. And I right have this to, second. Yes, right this, literally, right as I'm telling you. 9.51 p.m. <laughs> yes. And now I'm going to schedule like a routine blood check, regular scans for any kind of cancer screening and stuff because you never know. Early detection, man. And then to get back to freaking Anthony's... I was uh, say, this has nothing to do with X-Men, by the way. So Toad, let's talk about Toad. Literally know nothing about this Toad character. Toad first show up in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, in the Sony Marvel Universe, in the first X-Men, in the Brotherhood of Mutants, which was Magneto's gang, the bad guy's gang. Mm. And as you can tell by the name, he's literally a dude who's part Toad, who can use his tongue to attack, spit stuff in people's eyes, and jump really high and do acrobats. That's literally all he can do, and he has warts everywhere. I thought when you initially said Toad, I was going Toad for Mario. I was thinking, why would, would anybody I, want us to talk about him? I'd be fine talking about him. Because I'd be fine talking about him. I know who he is. <laughs> Never heard of Toad from X-Men. But I also feel like X-Men got to the point where they ran out of ideas. Mm -hmm. Kind of like all the new Pokemon, they're kind of stupid. Yeah. It's like a table is a Pokemon, and it's like, go, Tabledorf. It's like, what? <laughs> It's table with eyes and the legs are on fire or whatever. It, this dumb stuff. I feel like X-Men ran out of ideas. And we're like, all right, did. start crossing them with animals. Although Will Beast is kind of an animal. 
Yeah. Quite I mean, literally just a beast. But then in like the the movies, like they turn him into the Hulk. Yeah. So he could like transform whenever he wanted well, to. Here's, so here's a question. Do you think the beast is based off of Disney's Beauty and the Beast? He does look like him. Looks but like blue, him. But blue. But blue. But what color is the beast's jacket? It's blue. Do you think this was just a blatant ripoff? They're like, guys, we're going to make a character called Beast. Disney already has a beast. Make it blue. Yes. Blue looks good on him in the jacket. Make him all blue. And then it's like, but why make him blue? It's because we don't own the rights yet. Right. Come on, make folks. Him, and let's make him super smart just because. Yep. So is he the Hulk? No, he's not the Hulk. He's the Beast. But blue. <laughs> but the Hulk. That's right, folks. But, um, yeah, Anthony, that was very random of you, so... It was very what? <laughs> I said, Anthony, that was very random of you. It was random. So, good for you. Um, what else? Yeah, so we had, like, massive floods today, folks, which was pretty bad. I did. I'm glad. The storm seemed to be moving north from Old Bridge because this morning, when it was raining pretty heavily down near me, I texted Moose because I did not want a repeat of what happened with Ida, where I had to sleep here. As fun as that was, don't want to do it again. Yeah, Drew texted me, he's like, yo, is it bad over there? And I literally looked out the window, and if it's bad, it would flood on both ends of my street. There was no flooding. But I later on- my window and a fish swam by. Yeah, right. But then uh, I was driving later on in the afternoon up Chimney Rock, and I was like, holy moly. The river is really high. Yeah, I could actually, I could actually see the river on both sides. I've never, I didn't even know the river was on. The, coming up Chimney Rock, for those that know what Chimney Rock is, coming up that road, there's a beautiful lake on the right, and there's a reservoir on the left as you get farther up the road. I didn't know there was a full stream that goes down the other side of the road. Yes. On the left, and I finally, I saw that rushing water, not just like trickling. Oh, there's a stream. It, this was flying down the mountain. Straight up streaming, folks. It looked cool. Had, it, had I not known you know, what it did to Chimney Rock, what was that, a month ago, two months ago? When was that? That was two months ago. I know it was two months ago. Yeah, it was in September. Mm. Actually, no, so like six so, weeks ago. Yeah, I was going to say. It's, it's close almost to November. End, oh, my man, goodness. It's close to the end of October already. Jeez. It is almost November. <sighs> so... Let's talk about the ease of these new Apple products. Mm. So the watch. Most oh. people wear the Apple watch because it's a connection of their phone. And because it's connection of their phone, they can leave their phone in the charger, leave it in their pocket, or in their jacket pocket, on the chair while they're doing whatever, or when they're in the gym. Because, I mean, to be honest, it's, it's kind of annoying to take your phone everywhere. Especially if you're running, for example, like you. I hate having my phone on me when I run. And now with Apple Watch, I mean, first of all, it's cellular now. So you get everything your phone gets. But now that they've updated it with a bigger screen, bigger is always better. You know, I'm not going <laughs> to Oh, I, I know. <laughs> but the one game changer was the fast charging, in my opinion. Like some people wouldn't even wear their watch to sleep, which I understand. Or... Sometimes they would put it in the charger while they're getting ready for work. Well, for the longest time, it didn't offer sleep tracking. So I, I never yeah. wore it. When I had the three for the four, I had to buy a separate app. I bought 
yeah. auto sleep. Auto sleep. I to put it on, on my watch before they offered sleep tracking. And then with the five. You know, this is what I think so Apple should do. The five or the six, they did sleep tracking. Apple should, you know, not copy these app developers, but just straight up buy them out. Yeah. Just be like, hey, you made something that's a great idea. We can make it better. We'll buy your app because we have a butt ton of money. I still read auto sleep more than I read the, the Apple Watch app. sleep. Yeah. The, yeah, because it's one, it's easier to use. Yeah. It, and it's just, it just tracks my sleep. It not, I don't need, don't get me wrong. I, every morning I check what my resting heart rate was. Mm -hmm. That's just a weird thing that I do. Yes. And that I do specifically in the watch, in the heart app. Mm -hmm. That's literally the only time that I use that. But other than that, I use auto sleep for anything else sleep related. Mm. I don't use the, I also don't use the bedtime mm. alarm on, on the phone or in the, in the watch because that the vibrating of the watch does not wake me up. Yeah, so let me, let's talk about that. I said, right, because now Apple also have on iOS 14 Focus, which I think is pretty cool now mm -hmm. because when I'm at the gym, I don't like to be interrupted Only unless 15. it's, what? Isn't it 15? One five, yeah. I was fifteen. You said fourteen. Oh, I was fifteen, folks. So this guy doesn't even know Apple. So then, um, yeah, it just it makes more. Right, so you can do a thing where like you're at work, don't bother me. Yeah. I'm taking a test, don't bother me. That's a good one. I wish I had that in school um, instead of turning my phone off. Yeah, and now they have one for sleep or do not disturb which is sleep, but tracks your sleep. <laughs> I was going to say, sleep and do not disturb, they're right above each other, at least on mine. I don't know if that's yeah, different no, it's, it's on everyone's, yeah. Um, but I've hit do not disturb, and I'm like, no, 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 I want sleep. But I don't track it through the phone. I just literally want it on the bedtime icon. So, I mean, I, turn, I let it, so I try and get in bed by like 10, 30, 11. And so it's nice to have the reminder, hey, your sleep is going to turn on. Yeah. You should be sleeping this many hours. And then in the morning, you're right, it slowly vibrates. But I would like it to, like, do one time, then twice, then three times. It gets stronger and stronger. Oh, I want it to just, like, freak out on my arm. Like, oh, I yeah. want my hand to, like, flail. Up. Your sound that is would, on, right? That would wake me up. Sound is on. Annoys the crap out of my wife. I think mainly because I set more than one alarm. Mm. And I'll snooze it initially, and then the next one will go off nine minutes later, and then it, I just keep doing that until she like hits me with a pillow. So I have both kids in the bed with me. <laughs> so the thing is, is that all right? I have to get up at the first sound of the alarm, oh, yeah. or else my son will get up, and it's a pain in the butt to put him back to sleep. Mm -hmm. But I get up. Sometimes my daughter gets up before me because she gets a full like ten hours of sleep now. Which, you know, I never understood as Her a kid. Her body's probably in that routine now, yeah, too, because she's exactly, in school. Yeah, exactly. But, like, I never understood as a kid. It's like, why am I sleeping at 7 p.m.? Yeah. So then I would go to the crack of the door where the hallway lights open, and I would just read a book till I get tired and then go to sleep. But then I'd realize that, I mean, we told my daughter, too, when she would be all groggy in the morning and cranky, be like, well, if you slept enough you wouldn't be like this yeah she kind of learned that and now she's like she used to want to stay up with us she'd pretend to be like daddy mommy i didn't eat yet and we we feel bad 
we give her food, we cook it, and then give her two bites. I'm full. <laughs> and you'd be like, oh, you just wanted to play on your iPad or yeah. be with us. Yeah, she just wanted to be up with you guys. I love sleep. Still love sleep. Yeah. But I, ne- like, I never questioned when, I, when my mom would be like, all right, it's like bedtime. I remember in the summer when the sun's still up, mm. and I'd be going to bed, and I'd always, <laughs> I'd always think, like, ah, why am I going to bed? But then I'd wake up, like, early-ish the next day, and if we were out the whole day or if we were doing stuff, mm. I was like, oh, like, I, wasn't, I wasn't tired. I'd probably yeah. fall asleep in the car ride home doing whatever. But well, Those are two things I'd like to just reminisce about. One is waking up so early that you're, like, right after the sun rises, and it's a brisk morning. You can still see the morning fog. Yep. You can see the dew on the grass. It's not that cold out, but not that hot. And you just smell the morning air crisp. It's one of the best smells. Yes. It's one of the best smells. It's one of the best views when the sun, like the whole sky is lit up, but it's not. And then the birds you are like, kind of chirping. Whole sky. Yeah, the birds are waking up. But like, you know, when you're like lying down in bed and you're like, all right, I mean, I don't want to go back to sleep. And then you hear like one, two, five birds. Yep. That is the best. That's when you know the day has started. That's when I used to be driving to the first gym I worked at. That's when mm-hmm. I used to be driving to work was when the sun would be coming up. Mm-hmm. So I'd get to watch it rise as I'd be driving to work, which I thought was great. Second gym I worked at, we had a 5 a.m. class, so I was there at like 4, <laughs> 345, 4 there you go. to set up. The sun was not up at that point. And the sun's like... I'm still sleeping. <laughs> the, the sun would come up after that class, and then it would just be annoying because that place was all windows. So then uh, another nostalgic thing was um, you had a long day. You're a kid. Or you go to like a wedding or a family get-together, and then you just put your head on the seatbelt, let oh, it yeah. hang, and you just fall asleep in the back and it's the best. Do you ever wedge your head between the headrest and the, yes. the side of the car? That was my that was always my spot. It's like you know when like you wedge yourself and you just put yourself you're like, I can do this now. And you just pass out. Yep. And then you're not old enough yet, your parents just come and you can feel the warmth of them picking you yeah. up, taking you upstairs, take your shoes off. I remember yeah. Remember and then that. put the blanket and you feel so warm. And you're just like, thank you, mom and dad. And then when you're old enough, they're like, get up. Yeah. We're here. <laughs> yeah. They park the car. It's like, hey, guys, get up. <laughs> guys, let's go now. Yeah. Sometime, once, my parents let me sleep in the car because I just wouldn't want to move or get up. <laughs> and I think they had groceries. So they got the groceries. They put everything in. I was passed out. And then I woke up, and I'm just sitting in the car for like a good 10 minutes. I was like, ah. Oh, Guess my parents forgot me. <laughs> so got out of the car, went in. They were already eating. And I'm like, where's my food? And they're like, oh, we just wanted you to sleep. But go ahead, get whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, those times, you know. And as parents now, we can just try and repeat those good moments for the kids and then create even better ones, you know. like. Like, I'm thinking right now, Drew, like, I'm 34. My dad and mom had a house when they were 25, but they had help. They Mm. had someone give them a huge down payment. This old gentleman that my mother had to uh, nurse in the ICU for some time. I forget your mom's a nurse sometimes. Yeah, she was a nurse for, like, 35 years. And then um, she helped this guy get back to, like, we called him grandpa because he had no family. Of course. 
and we would go to the playground with him from time and again. He was mm -hmm. a very nice guy. Yeah. And um, when he passed away, he gave my parents $10,000. Now, mind you, in the 80s. I was just say, that's a lot of money back then. It's a lot of money now, but. Yeah. But like back then, before inflation, if you Google that, $10,000 in the mid 80s, that's like $60,000. It's a, it's a good chunk know? of change. And that was basically down payment for the house in Warren, which was only 200000 at the time. So my parents were focused. They're like, all right, we got a house. We're going to get it paid off, 30-year mortgage. And then life happens. You know, you have kids, get a car, school, bills, start a new business, all that stuff. And you're just thinking to yourself, thank God we got a 30-year mortgage then. Yep. You know? But I'm thinking like, all right, well, I'm renting still. And we just have to wait for the right moment. Like, 2020 sucked. Housing market just went out of control. And now a lot of houses are on sale, but no one's buying it. Yeah. A lot of people also put a lot of money into redoing the houses to see if they can get triple the price back. There's six or seven houses in my neighborhood that are for sale. Yeah. All of which, over the course of last year, had stuff done on them, either really? the siding or the roofing, uh -huh. or they had a yard, people coming out to do the yards and the landscaping and the windows. All of them had stuff done on them. So I can only imagine what they're charging mm. for them. We also think of like our neighbors. Yeah. When they put their house, they put their house on the market kind of just to see like if anybody would buy it. Mm -hmm. But also he, they wanted to kind of move closer to where he works and his wife's parents and that kind of deal. Yeah. But they put the house on the market not in the assumption of, oh, we'll be moving soon. And they super highballed it. And really? they got over what they posted it for. When was this? This was last year. Oh, this was like yeah. middle of last year. That and makes when, sense. And they told us, oh, yeah, we're putting the house on the market, blah, blah, whatever. And we looked it up. Because I was like, I'm curious. Of course. Of what they, because we just did everything on our house. We did the siding, the roof, the gutter. Everything was new uh -huh. on our house. So, and nothing was new on their house. I think they just got a new roof or something like that, whatever it was. Huh. But I'm think I was looking to get an idea. I was like, wait a minute now. Mm -hmm. If they could, and they, the number that they put it for was ridiculous. And they got higher than that. So, without saying the number... What percentage did they get above asking price? Oh, pro probably 20% higher. Really? It, it was, the initial number was nuts. And then he told it that we were, we were fairly close with them in a, a short amount of time. But he'd said, oh, no, we got over asking. We got this, <laughs> like X amount. I was like, you got to be kidding. Really? Yeah. I, I, I said it sh shocked, it, but I also then apologized. So I don't mean that of like, I don't think your house is like ugly. Where I was like, no, I don't care. He's like, he's <laughs> like, it's more free money. But it was free money. But he, they struggled to find then a new house because I bet because they ran into the same problem. They were yeah. looking at houses and people were like, oh, no, we want this much, and they're like, that's too much. And I'm thinking, uh, you just did the same thing. You know what? Some people I think had done was they would sell their house and basically just rent. They would rent, yeah. You know, that's what they had to do. They were in an Airbnb for a while. Yeah, I mean, that's expensive, too, Airbnbs. Oh, yeah. But, like, 
I mean, he works for the NFL, so I think he was fine. Oh, yeah. So, nah, they're fine. He could live in an Airbnb <laughs> the rest of his it, life. Yeah. These, yeah. I don't think they still are. I think that was only until September. Hmm. But, but yeah, that's, I mean, I don't feel bad that I don't have a house yet. No, you shouldn't. With two kids. And, I mean, we live in a small apartment, mind life, you. Life happens different for everybody. It does. And that's why I'm just, like, I was telling my wife this morning, I was like, even though I bought your birthday present literally two months early, I was just very, very grateful mm. that I was able to do that. Yeah. Because of the 15 years we've been married, I couldn't get her, her dream present. Right. And I mean, she's a very patient person. So she would tell me from time and again, she's like, you know, I, I really do want this and I'm in a position here in America where we could get it, but there's more important things in life right yep. now. That's, that's, that's a good, good logical way of thinking. Yeah. I mean, like, we can be impulsive with things. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, I wouldn't call we, it... We meaning me and Moose, but also I think men in general can be... Oh, yeah. If we want it, we'll get it. Yeah. You know, and we'll think about it. We'll obsess over it. We'll, we'll think about it, and we'll be like, we'll justify in our head why we can spend what it would cost to spend. Yeah, I mean, because in our culture, we're the ones working a lot more. Mm. Even though our wives do work, we take pride as men as the breadwinner. But now in this day and age, to have a family, even when I was growing up, both parents need to work, Yeah, you know? Oh, don't get me wrong, the, the end goal is definitely for Amy to not have to work. Yes. And that's both of our end goals, that's not me being raise the kids yeah raise the kids i mean obviously if you want but you're not going to hear anything negative from our wives no i don't want to raise the kids i want to work yeah you know my wife she likes to work she does cherish the time that she's here working because she knows she's making a difference and yeah. she's taking a little break from the kids but she doesn't mind being with the kids all the time too. oh amy amy says all the time she loves what she does but her priority is Peyton, and yeah, I, I understand that. And I'm, it, you know, not to say that my priority isn't Peyton, but my priority is to be able to provide for my family. Yeah, I mean, like, you have to pay a mortgage, feed your yeah. wife and kids. I have, I have a family and a mortgage. That's, That's why some people, like, I don't understand how they're not working now. They're just waiting for a better opportunity. You ain't gonna it's, come. You have to go and chase it, yeah, folks. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta find it. You know, there's plenty of jobs out there now where they're hiring like an insane, like per hour thing. I mean, the benefits might suck, or it might be a crappy environment. But you need to start saving now. They're also not gonna be there for theoretically. You're not gonna be there forever. Exactly. And it, but if you are, then you can make the most of it too. Yeah. And it's that's not to say starting out. Hardly any place starting out is going to give you everything right exactly. out the gate. Exactly. It, you, know, you have, you have to, to be there yourself. for a little bit. Yeah. Right. You have to show that you can work. Right. You have to show them that you're worth them investing in you. I mean, most people now, younger folks in general, I believe, or stubborn people, is that, yeah, you're probably worth what you're asking for. Probably. But. Not right out the gate. Yeah. You need to look at another, at the owner, business owner's point of view. Mm. They're taking a big risk hiring you putting all that time and effort and for you to like be on your phone or not really do what the list says for you to do. Yeah. It's like, come on, dude. I mean, like, do I have to keep telling you what to do? The best thing that my, my former boss at the gym, the best 
mindset he had that he instilled in us. And it was how we did literally everything was hurry up and wait. Mm -hmm. The goal for us was to finish, if it was cleaning after a class, if it was cleaning in between the classes, like between our first class and our, our next one, if it was sending out an email, if it was making a phone call, it was to do it as quickly as you possibly could after hearing that you had to do it. Yep. So when you got it done and you realized, oh, I have 45 minutes to do anything. Yes. Now, I have a little bit of, I have a little time to breathe. I can go use the bathroom. Mm -hmm. I can drink some more water. I can eat a snack. Yep. You, when that mentality of, I want to get this done as quickly and efficiently as possible, and that was really what it was. It was efficiency of, yes. it took a little bit to figure out the most efficient way to start the cleaning process or do you know, whatever, but once we figured that out, mm -hmm. it was so easy to just do what you got to do, and then you have time to yourself. Yep. Yeah, we could have just sprinkled it in of, oh, I'm going to eat a snack while I clean, while I t like, we could have done that, but that's what? not efficient, and it's also wasting literally everybody's time. It was wasting, it would be wasting my time, it'd be wasting his time. It's time, no, you're right. And One, it's time that you can't just get back. You don't get that back. Time you can never get back. One thing, um, I remember just thinking as a young person, there's always gonna be tomorrow. No, no, nope. no. That no. ain't guaranteed. That is not guaranteed. And after almost dying from COVID, you cannot waste time. No. Period. You cannot. Because... The time if, is now! Yeah, if... You have to plan ahead of time. Like, unfortunately now, folks, and I'm sorry if you fall into this category, but for the longest time, it's go to school, get a degree, get a 9-to-5 job, mm. get okay benefits, get a retirement plan, work your ass off until you retire, and then enjoy whatever you have left in your life. You know? That shouldn't be how it is. No. You're basically a corporate slave in a way. Yeah. You should be travel the world, save your money, start your own business, you know, think of ways to make money, try something that no one's ever tried before, become a disruptor in whatever category you want because the most dangerous phrase in the human language is, but we've always done it this way, yep. you know? Look at schools, for example, 100 years. It's always the same thing. Yeah. Someone stands in the front, everyone else raises their hand. Yeah, that's just training you to be like a corporate slave, but why not do hands-on thing? Why not teach kids to think outside the box? Why not show them how things work? Why not teach them about taxes? Why not teach them about finance and how your paycheck works? Because mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell. Exactly, folks, because I was just talking uh, to Sam next door, and his daughter was there, and mm -hmm. I said, hey, how you doing? She's like, pretty bad. I was like, well, you've been honest so far. Why are you pretty bad? There you go. That's an answer you don't usually get. And she says, I just failed a chem exam today. What? And I said, what was your chem exam on? She said it was about atoms. Okay. And I said, well, tell me this. Are you going to use that knowledge when you grow up? Right. She says, no, I just have to take this class to pass it. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, well, what do you want to do? She's like, I want to do business. That's why I'm in a whole bunch of business after school activities. Yeah. I said, well, you can learn more about business in YouTube than now you can learn in school. So at least get your high school degree, 
And if you really think you can make it in college and get connections, go for it. If not, get a small loan from your parents and take a risk. Because another dangerous thing is basically going to bed with that anxiety building up in your brain what could have been. Yep. Like what Les Brown said. Yep. Les Brown, one of my favorite speakers, has said that you will go to your grave, to your deathbed, you will be surrounded by all the ghosts of the ideas that could have been. And they're all looking down at you and said, we could have been something, but now we have to go to the grave with you of something we never could be when we could have been something. And it's like, do you really want to just not take the risk and think what could have been? I mean, like, for example, this restaurant we're sitting in right now, thank God, thank God, it's a very, very successful restaurant with 55 seats, right? Yeah. But I never had any doubt from day one, Drew. Never oh, I know. doubt. Yeah. I know. It, ba basically, it's just, it was just finding your rhythm, yeah. right? The kitchen definitely had to find their rhythm. Once they did, they just killed it. Mm -hmm. The front, we had to find our rhythm, and once we did, we killed it. We found the right amount of staff, the types of people to work for with us, and it all takes time, too. But now that we have the tools, that's where we need to expand, find a bigger place or another place and just get bigger because, you know, we can only do so much with a small restaurant. Why not just imagine if we have something bigger and then just put people in our place for work and then go find something else to do. And going off of that, it was never, mind you, this all stemmed from talking about the Apple Watch. Yes. No, also stemmed <laughs> from uh, Anthony's Toad from x That is true. That's true. This actually stemmed from Toad. But to, to, I guess, wrap this up on this point, whenever you would talk about things that you planned, and this, this goes back to even when I first met you, mm -hmm. you never said, if I do blah, blah, blah. You never said that. It was always when I will do. Yes. I never ever heard you say the words, if I do blah, 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 or if we do whatever. It, it, that, wasn't, that wasn't even a mentality that you had. And the first couple times I heard that, it was new to me because I was coming from college professors that always would say if I was coming from Mm -hmm. a mentality of, well, oh yeah, I will do it tomorrow, and you know, or maybe I'll do it tomorrow, whatever, but every time you talked about anything, mm. and it wasn't even just business related, it was, you know, you've, been ta you've told me about what you wanted to get your wife for her birthday. Yes, for forever. Almost, almost when I first met you. Like, yes. that's how long you exactly. told me that, but even back then, it wasn't, if I get this for her, it was when I get this for her, when I get to that point. And that, one, it's a, that's the mentality you, you need to have. But two, it's, it's contagious. You know, because now I don't look at stuff with, with Amy and the baby of, oh, well, if we do whatever. In my mind, it is when we get to this point. Like, yep. there, there yep. is going to be a day when Amy does not have to work. Yes. When it will just be me working and she'll be able to be with the kids and you know whatever our life design is at that point mm -hmm. it will happen i know it will happen it will happen and because, because it's not just in my head to be in my head i know that's not just me thinking that I, that's, it's not I know a, that's it's not a want right it's, it's your plan yeah it's your goal and i know that that's one of those 
you know, this was actually part of what the sermon I was listening to earlier was, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. was make sure that, you know, the dream in your head is a dream from God. It's not the, something you manufactured that you're saying, well, I manufactured it, so God must want me to do it. No, no that's no. not true. <laughs> it, I know this is from God because it wasn't just in my head and it, it's not, it wasn't me saying, Amy, there's going to be a day where you don't have to work. It was Amy and I agreeing. Yep. We will get to a point where she does not have to, she could if she wants to, but we will get to a point mm -hmm. where she does not have to work. She could be home with the kids. She could be the stay-at-home mom that she's always dreamt of being. Mm. And I will, I will have the job and you know do whatever, and that will be our life design. I know we will get to that because that's not us saying it. That's from, it's 100%, I believe it's from God. Because... You know, in all religion, it's preached that God loves you. Mm -hmm. And in Islam, they say God loves you seven times more than your own mother. Imagine that. Seven times more than your mother. Yeah. So whenever you think of something out of the love of your heart, it's because God wants you to get peace. Mm -hmm. And that's the plan. And with that note, folks, we just hit the 45 mark, and we'd like to thank you for listening to this podcast. It was a very inspirational podcast, Drew. I'm not so. going to lie. Yeah. yeah. But next time, folks, please give us more than just two answers <laughs> on Instagram. And, yeah. And uh, Anthony, we're coming for you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks. Thanks again. We'll see you in the next one. Peace Take out, care. everybody. Have a good one. <laughs>